Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Getting a simple health checkup doesn't sound too urgent. But rural health professionals argue that now is the time to get that done to prevent big problems ahead of a busy planting season. Rhonda Strabel is the manager of ThetaCare's Rural Health Initiative. They do house calls, either at your kitchen table or work site, for preventative care. She explains why this is important to take advantage of. We sit down with them. We talk to them about their health concerns. Uh, we check their blood pressure. We, do their, uh, blood, uh, we check their cholesterol, their blood sugar. Within 7 to 10 minutes, uh, we can uh, do a portable blood draw and give them their results. We also check their um, weight, height, weight, body mass index. Uh, we go through our health questionnaire and we talk to them about their diet, their exercise, and their general lifestyle. And then when we need to, we help uh, make those referrals, whether that's to a local provider or maybe some other resource that they need to follow up with. You know, farmers work hard. They spend a lot of time working hard, and um, chronic diseases also um, are things that we often don't uh, recognize, that uh, we can walk around a long time uh, not knowing that we have high blood pressure, cholesterol, or glucose problems. But in 2020, for instance, we served 350 individuals, and um, 36 of those people had acute or chronic conditions that needed attention. Had we not sat at their kitchen table, they would not have known or understood that they had something wrong. So whether that was high blood pressure, cholesterol issues, uh, uh, diabetes issues. And so what we're doing is detecting it earlier. And this really saves them um, a lot of costs and heartache later on if we can prevent that from happening. You know, also those referrals, you know, helping them get the help that they may need for, you know, maybe they're having problems paying for the prescription drugs or maybe they're having financial or social or mental health issues going on. And so the sooner that we can address those issues, the the better it is for everyone. Including the pocketbook, yeah. And let's be honest, Rhonda, you know, some of this stuff was put off during the pandemic, right? No one wanted to go to a hospital where there were COVID-19 patients. They knew there was going to be longer wait times. I mean, are you seeing now increased need? We are. We're, We're seeing, you know, people are still a little bit hesitant, but we're reminding them that this is, um, still time to make sure that whether it's um, staying up on their vaccines, you know, maybe they, they need um, you know, COVID vaccine, but maybe they also need shingles, tetanus, flu, or pneumococcal. Um, are they keeping up on, um, have they gone in for any type of colorectal cancer screening or breast cancer? So um, again, finding those things sooner rather than later, and also um, taking care of their mental health. You know, this has been a difficult time. People have been putting things off. And we want to make sure that they're not being um, ignored or just left out there unattended. And kitchen wellness sounds a heck of a lot better than driving, you know, God knows how far to uh, a health clinic. It speaks to the convenience. It's comfortable being in your own home and it's confidential. Correct. It is. It's, um, it makes it so much more comfortable when we come to them. Um, it's a place where they're used to people coming, that type of service uh, delivery when we come to them. We can talk at their at their kitchen table about something that's as important as their health. It's the milkman comes, the agronomist, the vet, and uh, your health provider. Right. So you mentioned you guys helped 350 people during 2020. Correct me if I'm wrong. Are you seeing more demand now? Or, I mean, is there a trend that this this need is is there? Yes. Um, so annually, that's typically what we see, you know, in a, in a service area. And 
Now, we plan to be ramping up because we're expanding our service um, to more counties, to a bigger service area. So those individuals were just, you know, basically in Shawano County with a little bit into Outagamie and Wapaka counties. Um, but with our expansion, we expect to see those numbers increase um, just because we're going to be serving a bigger footprint. Yeah, let's talk about that expansion. How many other counties will you be uh, entering? Yeah, so this will be a total of seven counties. Um, this is an addition of uh, five more counties. The grant allows us to expand our services from the three to seven, um, adding, so we originally had Shawano, Wapaka, and Outagamie counties, and now we're adding Washera, Green Lake, Winnebago, and Marquette counties. Yeah, tell me about the grant. Was this something you applied for? Why did you apply for it? What was the cost? So um, this grant was actually applied for um, on our behalf by the Wisconsin Office of Rural Health. Um, They've been aware of our program for a long time. We've been around since 2004, so uh, we have 18 years experience. Um, They have known about us and the work that we've been doing. And so they knew of the CDC health equity grant that was um, available. And so on our behalf, they thought it would be great to be able to expand our services beyond our current three counties. Those services would then provide um, services to more rural residents in those counties, including house calls to farmers, but to other people that are rural. Um, We serve the Amish, the large-scale farms with Latino workers, but there are other rural individuals that could use this care. And that's because of the barrier to cost, time, distance, um, why people may not come in. So this grant is allowing us to hire six new community health workers to do those health screenings, talk about prevention, coaching, and then make those uh, those referrals to rural residents. We have been working on that. We have hired those individuals, so now we have seven people on our team. And um, so that's the part, the first part of the grant. Then the second part of the grant, uh, which was really exciting to us, this is the CDC uh, vaccination supplement grant, um, which was part of the American Recovery Act. Um, this is a very large grant. It's another $4.5 million. So this is huge to us, right? And this is going to focus on those seven counties, but then we're also going to ramp up those the coordinated care services by adding an advanced care practitioner, like a doctor, right, um, or a nurse practitioner, a pharmacist, um, a dietitian, and a mental health counselor. What we want to be able to do is now that we have our seven individuals hired in those seven counties is we want them to be able to coordinate a virtual meeting, you know, while they're sitting there at the kitchen table of an Amish or a Latino worker or a Hmong gardener or of a, a rural individual that we can help make that connection through a telehealth visit with either that doctor, pharmacist, dietitian, or mental health counselor. And then, of course, um, I don't want to leave out that a lot of this also has to do with vaccines, that there, is, uh, that there has been a hesitancy. You know, uh, with COVID-19, uh, um, people have had some hesitancy and they haven't been getting any of their vaccines. So as we spoke about earlier, we really want to educate them on that, them sharing the facts about uh, vaccines, break down some of those myths that people have, and uh, help them get vaccinated for things like shingles, tetanus, uh, flu, pneumococcal, and of course, COVID-19. Yeah, I mean, that's great. You guys have been able to not only expand your team, but expand, you know, what you can offer and your ability ability to offer those through telehealth. I, I'm curious um, we know telehealth has been on the ups during the pandemic. Um, so does that put you guys in a place where you are advocating for broadband expansion, anything like that, to make it easier to have these telehealth meetings? 
Absolutely, because we do know that there are gaps out there. Uh, we definitely, that that certainly rose um, to the top of a discussion um, during COVID, right? So whether that was uh, people being able to work from home or uh, children being able to do um, you know, virtual learning. So we know that that has um, something that is, is definitely in discussion in, in many uh, occupations. And healthcare is the same thing. You know, we know that um, virtual visits work for a lot of people, um, but it doesn't work for everyone. So if we can be that conduit for them to be able to do um, these virtual visits, all the better. We know that we're not going to be able to get to 100% of people virtually, but we can also then track that and be able to come back and say, here's where we've seen gaps and, uh, and maybe there will be future grants available to help with uh, getting broadband in those areas. When do you guys see yourselves really hitting the ground running? Because you, you have your 17 members. Have you hired the other folks yet? Yeah, so we have the seven members. Uh, the seven members of the Outreach Health Coordinators are in place. They are currently going through a lot of training. Um, one of the trainings that they have up uh, coming up is community health worker training. The other individuals are I'm in the process of working through. We um, do have an ambulatory pharmacist um, dedicated through ThetaCare. We are working on the behavioral health. We're also working on the uh, dietary or the nutritionist. Um, she would be a um, diabetic educator also. And we also we have the call out to some um, healthcare providers, whether that's a nurse practitioner or a doctor or some type of advanced care practitioner. We hope to have that up and running by April. So yeah, so the first part of the grant is um, in, in motion and the second part we're in a lot of planning um, to get that um, all to come together, but we hope to be out there this um, by April um, providing care. Yeah, and even though you're working on that, you guys are still taking calls. How do people get in contact with you guys to get your services? Yeah, so the easiest way is to call me directly. Um, then I can get them to the right county. So uh, my direct number is 715-524-1488. Uh, we have a website uh, on ThetaCare that we can make sure and get to you. Um, we um, also are on Facebook. So some people connect with us through Facebook. But really, it's a simple call to me directly, and then um, my outreach health coordinators from whichever county they reside in, whoever's closest, would go ahead and um, schedule that appointment with them. We make it really easy for people to, to, to receive the care so, and to schedule a, a visit. We try to remove the barriers as much as possible. Is there any backlog, or do you have a wait time, or yeah. is it pretty... No, we. We don't really have a wait time right now. Um, it really works out nice when the individual calls, the outreach health coordinator and the individual work it out. Um, we find a time that works for them. We tend to come out in the mornings um, because we ask people to fast. But for the most part, we can uh, get people scheduled uh, fairly quickly. Rhonda, is there anything else we need to know about what we should do for our health before spring or anything about the Rural Health Initiative? Sure. Well, coming up for the spring, you know, um, we know that the farmers are thinking about, you know, their seeds and um, their equipment and all of um, all the other pieces of the farm. But um, their health is just as important. So we want them, even though their busy season is coming up, we want them to think about their own health, whether that's scheduling a wellness visit with us, scheduling a visit with their primary care provider, following up on anything that may be concerning to them. We want them to make sure that they're in good mental health also. You know, it has been a very trying time. So is there someone that um, we can connect them with or that for themselves that 
some habits that might promote resilience to stress or their overall well-being. We want them to be up on their vaccinations. We want them to stay hydrated, get plenty of sleep. We want them to you know, think about eating a balanced diet and taking some time even for themselves right now. We know that uh, come spring, they'll be off and running, but they'll be thinking about every other aspect of the farm, but we want them to think about themselves just as importantly as the rest of the farm. And that's the message from Rhonda Strabel, the manager of Theta Care's Rural Health Initiative. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.